Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Good evening, everyone. Still happy in August. Going to get into some fun topics tonight. Definitely, definitely. I think this is going to be my favorite topic from anal August. I'm going to be blushing throughout. Okay, so this is our last episode on our anal August series. But of course, we're going to have more discussions about anal play in the future. But what a ride we've had. We (laughs) are (laughs) our past episodes were about rimming anal fantasies, the best positions for anal sex. And now we're going to talk about Spanking. So spanking is a great way to introduce a little bit of kink into your sex life. And just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we're not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And as always, check out all of the resources that we're sharing in the show notes for more information and for how to do these practices safely. So I think I'm going to use my paddle for a little bit of my mic for right now. Ooh, can't wait to talk about paddles. Love it. All right. So what is spanking generally? Spanking is a form of slapping often done on the butt as a form of punishment. Might have happened to you as a little kid, but <laughs> <laughs> erotic spanking or consensual spanking is not really about punishing your partner. So according to the O school in an article that I'm going to link in the show notes, striking a partner's butt isn't used as real punishment, but it's an enjoyable part of sex. Erotic spanking is a form of kink called impact play. An impact play is defined as defined by Wikipedia is when one person is struck usually repeatedly by another person for gratification of either or both parties, which may or may not be sexual in nature. So that means one or both parties may or may not reach orgasm or become aroused just from the impact itself. Right. Right. So we'll do a deep dive into impact play later on um, in another episode. Spanking is just one form of impact play. Lola Jean, a sex educator who teaches impact play, explains in a different article by O School that impact play is not always about pain. So spanking can be very light. You just kind of want that little jolt or that little shock with you. Or, you know, you can do some more intense (laughs) spanking that is mixing pleasure with pain. Spanking involves a power dynamic where the dominant partner is doing the spanking and the submissive partner is receiving the spanking. So is there anything you want to add to spanking, Lulu? The check-in, you know, we all about consent all the time. Yes. Now, this is kind of one of those trickiers when you talk about one of our favorite things to talk about also is lube. Because then it may get too slippery, you may get too stingy. So usually lube is not recommended mm-hmm. for the spanking part of our activities because that may give a real kind of spank that either person is not wanting or may get very slippery and you know you're just kind of sliding off, kind of hurting the person. Mm-hmm. So without lube for that part. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lube is is great for insertion, not necessarily recommended for 
spanking. Yeah, I would agree. So before engaging in any of the techniques we're going to discuss in just a moment, make sure to discuss this activity with your partner. Bring up your desire to spank or to give a, or excuse me, bring up your desire to be spanked or to give a spanking at a neutral time, not right before or during sex, when it might catch your partner off guard and then they, you know, it muddies whether or not they're totally yeah. consenting to that activity. Yeah. Go over all of the boundaries that will be in place, how the spanking will occur, what will happen kind of in the lead up to it. If how much pain is involved, if pain is involved at all, what their pain tolerance is, safe words, aftercare. And so I'm just going to read a couple of questions by an article from O School that can help you spark that conversation to make sure you're covering all of your bases so that this experience is enjoyable and safe. Communication is the best way to guarantee that the experience will be fulfilling for everyone involved. Absolutely. So some of the questions that they encourage you to ask are, is your partner willing to spank you or is your partner willing to be spanked? Do you want to be spanked through clothes or on your bare butt? How hard would you like it to be? How long do you want it to last for? Is there, are there parts of your butt or body that you want the spanking to focus on? Is there a part of your body that you don't want to be spanked? And how will you let your partner know how you want it to stop or when you want it to stop. Is there anything you would add to those questions in that conversation? No, because you, you, you were talking about really the basics. We talking about this content is about our first time, you know, kind of getting into this kind of kink play. So those are basically really great general questions to go ahead in with and y'all both feel comfortable. You know, maybe the person will even say, well, you know, I've tried it before and I didn't like X, Y, and Z, or I've tried it before and I really enjoyed this. Maybe we can get something like that going. But remember, what you've done previously with another partner may have a different effect on you with someone else. So mm-hmm. if, for instance, if you had a bad experience, say, you know what, I tried this, mm, didn't care for it, and I'm willing to try it again with you and see if the experience is different or the same, and then I'll for sure know if I don't want to do that particular thing again. Maybe you had a great time and say, hey, I had a great time. I want to see if I can have that same great time again. Either way, you know, if you're going to venture on that, kind of be open to see where it takes you. Absolutely. The moment that we tense up and we think, it's going to take away from the experience and you're just going to feel like it's not pleasurable. Like it's just um, that punishment, that because you did something wrong kind of spanking and we don't want that no no the spanking that we're talking about is completely consensual on both or however many parties you've got going on (laughs) in the bedroom everyone should be on the same page um and i think you know one thing i would add to this is if you are more experienced than your partner either you've done the spanking before you've been spanked before ease them into whatever you're doing go slow, right? Because if you're at an intermediate level and they're at a beginner level, they might need a bit more handholding in order to do that in the way that, you know, everyone would like. So yeah, you just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page um, and that you're, you know, you're going to have a good time. Absolutely. All right. 
So let's get into some forms of spanking. The first form is using an open palm on the butt. Totally free, easy to use, no tools involved. We would suggest starting slow, especially, you know, again, if you're new to spanking, you can start with some light taps to the butt cheek and then build from there. If you're ready for your partner to increase their strike, you should tell them. And this is a great time to incorporate some dirty play or sorry, excuse me, incorporate some dirty talk <laughs> into your play. <laughs> I would like to add to that. So if you're someone with like long fingernails, remember to, you know, you're spanking with the surface. Like try not mm. to drag because you don't want to cut the person or scratch them. Yes. You want to have it in the palm. Mm-hmm. This you slide off. That's hurting someone. You know, you know, make it have a purpose. Yes. Not just a matter just you know, kind of playing, and then you scratch the person, and they're uncomfortable, and all this. We have long nails, so you want to really try to get the surface of your hand is what you, use. Mm-hmm. you know, and you know the palm, the pads, really, but not nails and things like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point to make. Rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you you take off your rings because Unless they're into it, though. Unless they're into it, though. Sure, and that and that's all. It's a thing to definitely discuss in advance. But um, if you don't, if you're not sure, or you don't want rings. Rings can mm-hmm. add an extra hardness that's that could yeah. lead to bruising and things. So probably take them off unless you've talked in advance. Yeah, that's a great point, Lulu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are a couple of other tools and we're going to do a bit of a show and tell or a talk and tell. So other tools that can be involved in spanking or floggers, paddles, and writing crops. And while using tools can be fun and pleasurable, do your research to make sure you're using the tool correctly and accurately. Because again, we don't want anything to lead to unintentional injury. So. so wait, before you go on that. Mm-hmm. I thought this would be really cool just to open up the conversation just a little bit more. Okay. So, I have a TENS unit. Oh. Okay. What is this? Now, it does have a butt plug attached to it. So, stay with me for just a moment. So, so these are electrodes, right? So, mm-hmm. let's take it there. You have the butt plug in. Yeah, this turn on and you're getting spanked. Oh my God. We might a little bit more advanced here, but if you've had 10 unit before and you've tried anal play, this will be your next. Amazing. My cheeks are red. My cheeks are red. <laughs> um, I mean my face cheeks, not my other cheeks. Uh, so Lulu is showing up the Electra Stim, and it's a kit that includes... A couple of different pieces. So, Lulu, can you just so walk us has, through what, what's in there? Yes. So, it has the activation gel that you put on the pads. Mm-hmm. You have four pads that you put on inner thighs or, you know, on the buttocks. It gives different places you can put them because it's a lot of cord. We have a butt plug. We have some lube. We have the charging cord. We have two cock rings. So, <laughs> excitement goes on and on. And we have the unit itself where you can change the intensity levels as you so fit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was some a nice paddle or some vlogging. Wow. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm fine. <laughs> We're fine. I'm focused. I thought I would add that in for you all. 
today. Thanks, Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> last little bit on there. Now we at the end of the month. We got last little bit on there. It's true. It's true. Okay, so Lulu, what is one tool that you want to start with? Maybe the flogger or the paddle? Uh, what are you thinking we of? We got the let's, paddle up in, in our hands already. Okay, so, so paddles can deliver some serious impact. One end is the handle, which is, you know, the thicker and stiffer end. Ha ha ha. Uh, and the <laughs> other end, <laughs> I'm very mature. And the other end has a broad, broad rectangular piece that can be made of leather or plastic or even wood. Some paddles can come with holes and those would, that would increase the speed and thus the pain being delivered. And depending on the material, pedals can wow. be, sorry. Glass. They have like a hard plastic ones now that are really like intense. I I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, paddles, mm-hmm. I to be honest, those scare me a little bit. That one seems okay because it's leather. Yeah. This is a, this is a beginner one. But yeah. Beginner set. yeah. The hard stuff, I'm like, I don't know if that's for me. But definitely the leather seems fine. Depending on the material, paddles could be for more intermediate to advanced spankers. But, you know, like a leather one like Lulu is going to show us now is is fine for beginners. If you're interested in using a paddle, because of the amount of force given and the pain it can cause, we suggest having a lot of conversations with your partner about using this tool well in advance mm-hmm. um, before you incorporate it into your sex play. So Lulu, walk us through the paddle that you have for us. So this is one from my friends at Nastoy. What you'll see on a lot of paddles is this wrist guard which is very um, great to have on. So you put the wrist guard on and it gives you more security as a person using the paddle on your partner or partners. Like a, like Laura says, this one is a more beginner one. It's not as big. It's not as broad. It doesn't feel intimidating for the user or receiver. Again, you have your grip on there, almost like when you're playing a video game and you put your nunchucks on and you have this for security so it won't fly away when you're giving out that amazing spank to your partner. Mm-hmm. I would say... You know, whoever's the receiver of their first time, give them a few in their hand. It's not going to be as thing, but you kind of get the feel of it. Maybe do it on a thigh even. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, kind of how they feel about it. See how your pressure is. Because if it's your first time giving, you may not want to really feel like you're hurting the person. Like, okay, how's this? They're like, oh, maybe a little bit more. Okay, how's this? And so, again, that's the communication that we're going to be having with each other. As you can see, it's kind of echoing here where I'm at. So, just to let you know how that would sound. Now I'm doing that pretty hard in my hand. You guys can't see it if you're not watching, so you should go to our YouTube channel and definitely watch the episode. But my hand is starting to get red there in the middle as I am spanking myself. So I'm going to need some aftercare after this. <laughs> because I'm doing a little number in my hand here, but that's okay. Um, but I do like the way it feels. It's Like I said, it has a little bit of bend to it. It has a little bit of flex. I'm not feeling super um, intimidated um, mm-hmm. by the particular paddle. Um, we do carry bigger ones. None in here right now because everybody was so excited that I sold a lot of paddles. So it's not too many. These are my private collection ones. So <laughs> those are what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> well, fantastic. Okay, so next maybe we'll talk about floggers. And okay. floggers, probably, I mean, my favorite tool haven't really used it because i am single but i like the fact that i own one you know you can be single and still get flogged you know you can have a flog party that <laughs> when we finally get to meet in person lulu 
Um, <laughs> so floggers are known, also known as cat of nine tails, and they are comprised of a stiff handle, often wrapped in leather. And then they have long, thin leather. Sometimes other materials are used. Strips at the other end. So this is a bit more of an advanced tool, although beginners can use it um, maybe in a more limited capacity. But before using a flogger, visit resources or take a BDSM class to learn how to use the tool properly in order to prevent injury with your partner. Um, so I'm going to read some recommendations from an article by the House of Dason. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And this article was actually really, really in-depth. And they take you through like a step-by-step -step on how to use a flogger well. Um, so you can use a flogger to like tease your partner, just letting the strips tail gently, trail gently along your partner's body. Um, or you can get into some more intense play. So the harder you hit, obviously, that's going to lead to a sharper sensation. So the House of Dason tells you to describes taking some precautions. For example, they warn against wrapping the tips of the flogger around parts of the body when you're um, whipping it forward. So wrapping refers to when the tips of the tail encircle a curved part of the body, like the shoulders or the legs. The tail... The tails gain speed, and when they wrap around the body, that can cause really sharp and unintentional pain, and it can leave marks. So be sure you're not, when you uh, go to whack your partner, the tails aren't curving around a body part, because that's going to be really painful. Yes. They also suggest avoiding, or sorry, taking caution around certain areas, such as the ribs, spine, lower legs, genitals, arms, and the very top of the buttocks. So it's not that you can't hit there, but they suggest being very cautious and maybe going a bit lighter in yeah. those areas. Areas to avoid hitting would be around the kidneys, which are about three to five inches above the buttocks. Avoid hitting the face, neck, fingers, toes, feet, hands, and any areas of the body that are in the process of healing. So we definitely recommend reading this full article because they had some great information there. So Lulu, take us through the flogger that you have for us. So I have two. Ooh. So again, this one is a smaller one. It came in my NAS toy BDSM kit. So this mm -hmm. also came with the um, paddle. So it's a smaller one. Again, it has a strap on it so you can have that security as you're um, flogging your partner. And the ends are not too bad. You can put a little bit of stinging in it. Just me doing on myself. So this one, the ends are a little bit more sharper, if you will. Not in a bad way, but you feel that little little sting. You feel a little sting. Like mm -hmm. you're, it. you're like, oh, okay, I, yeah, <laughs> I felt that. Thank you so much. And again, yes, the handle is big enough. I have a lot of room, and I have a small hand. So someone with a bigger hand. You can get full surface and be able to hold it and really get a good grip on it. You can really, um, you can really go to town on someone with this, and they can really uh, have a really enjoyable time. Mm -hmm. Now I have a bigger one made of all leather from my friends at Dragon Tales. 
And this one just does love it. First of all, it has some amazing details. So again, you have oh, to watch nice. it on YouTube so you can see all these amazing details that I'm showing on the camera. So at the base of the handle, is that like a dragon medallion? This one is looks kind of like a, a cheetah, some kind of tiger-like thing. Ooh. But it's really nice. Gorgeous. Okay. But this is even bigger handle because obviously this is a bigger flogger and they're not as sharp, if you will, as the other one. So this is more you would see people if you saw a flogger show, they're mm -hmm. using two of these and kind of really going to count a person. This is great for full surface areas. You may see someone doing across a back, if you will, not on the sides, but just across the back because this is longer and you can kind of get more surface done with this. Or just being across one side and getting both butt cheeks at the same time. I love this one. And tip with, le with leather. You have to use your floggers. Right? If you let them sit, they'll start to get damaged and they'll start to dry because it is leather. The To maintain this means to use it. Mm -hmm. I was told this. So how do you maintain it? Use it. <laughs> it has to have that thing happening with it. You have to be using it to keep the leather nice and strong and shiny and wonderful. So I really enjoy this one. And as you can see, it's in pristine condition. And I had it for about two years now. So I'm clearly up to that, right? <laughs> well, no, now I got to check mine because it just hangs off my bookshelf. But okay, I'll have to see if it's still okay. I hope so. <laughs> Floggers right now that I have for you guys. I do have another amazing blue one, but it's somewhere over, probably taking a nap or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they come in many shapes and sizes. Yes. They come in in different materials. You want to make sure you're looking for something with quality, mm -hmm. and you're maintaining it, like Lulu was saying. So, if you don't use it, you lose it. I don't know if that. I guess that applies. I, it right? does apply. I feel like it really does. It really does. Awesome. Okay, so the last tool <laughs> the last tool that we'll talk about is a writing crop. And mm -hmm. writing crops are made of two main parts. You have the fiberglass shaft that is then covered in leather, and then the leather tress or tongue, which is on the opposite end. The mm -hmm. tress is a thin and flexible piece of square-shaped leather, and you can provide some light taps or flick the wrist to provide a quicker, more painful slap. So I know we don't we don't have an example for us now, but can you just talk about maybe some of the ones that you carry? So I do have some on the website. So different sizes, you know, they're really small. It's really great for that glute um, mm -hmm. thing. You know, you're really gonna hear that echo. You're really gonna feel that like that will <laughs> make your cheeks red <laughs> and the bottom <laughs> ones we're talking about. That you don't even need a lot of effort with the writing crop. That's what's so amazing about that. Like you just go and pop. You're like, oh, okay. Like, okay, thank you. I'll have another, or maybe I won't have another. <laughs> just depending on how I <laughs> But they're really, really next level. You know, you kind of have to really. I don't want to say really, really be into spanking and me, but you kind of really do have to because it can mm -hmm. shock you a little bit. I did just want to say because it just popped into the front of my brain. And I want to make sure that I um, say this to everyone. Please, please, please check in 
with your person. Yes. Because you don't know if someone had um, trauma. Maybe, mm-hmm. again, like you talked about earlier, that they were spanked as a child. And even though they're in the moment of enjoyment, something may get triggered for them. And if they maybe forget their safe word, but you see them in an uncomfortable state, pull back. Stop and say, are you okay? Do we need to stop? Do you need to talk about something? You know, what's happening? Because it can't happen. You may think that you're like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then one spank could really hit a nerve. And you're like, wait a minute. This is, we have to stop. So exactly. let's remember to communicate, communicate. If you see that the person is changing in a way that doesn't seem pleasurable, stop immediately and ask questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not talking about anything, but we are people. And so if I saw someone in danger, wait, are you all right? Are we good here? Can we continue or do we stop? Yeah. That's what's called common sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you were in that more dominant position, you are the spanker. It's so important that you're paying attention to how your partner, how the sub is doing. I think that's such a great point to bring up, Lulu. Absolutely. Okay. We can also add these too. (laughs) What what are you holding up? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can still add some electro stem with your writing problem <laughs> that may really knock your socks off there oh my gosh yeah that i i mean i think electro play maybe we'll have to do like a full thing on that so people know more about it but that's oh. probably a little bit more advanced i don't i wouldn't if you're a beginner listen a lot of people who when they go to physical therapy they get electro oh that's true so. that's true yeah, they probably got a unit in their house, so they're just putting it not in those positions, not between their thighs or in their butts or right on top <laughs> of their vulva. You know. That's true. That's true. All right. So, but I will say, if if you're into it, communicate with your partner to make sure that yeah. you're doing it all correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that we've talked about some of the different tools that you can use for spanking, let's talk about aftercare so after you've engaged in spanking you definitely need to provide some aftercare for you and your partner in an article by allure magazine which will be in our show notes they discuss that parties should share how they felt tend to each other and discuss how to improve for the next time aftercare is a term that has grown out of the bdsm community but all sex of course should involve checking in with each other afterward to make sure you're feeling take of, taken care of, end quote. Yes. So, Lulu, do you have any products that would help with aftercare? So, we're going to go back to something we talked about last week, which is the silver plug from Aneros. So, remember we talked about this is a template product. So, we can have this in the freezer. And when yes. we're done with our spanking, with our flogging, we go ahead and we can rub. Now, put a little, put a little loop. We do got a cooling one from our friends at System Joe. So, we can put a little bit of cooling on our partner and give them a nice little rub with this. It's going to be cool. It's going to out the freezer and it's going to keep his tent for, for a good, good while. You can just rub them down with this. The person who is giving, you know, maybe you want to put a little something on your wrist if you feel like your wrist, you gave yourself a workout. You know, put a little ice on that, kind of, you know, exercise out the rest. And maybe, you know, give yourself a little rest on there. You know, massage it out, do some 
flexing on it. So you'll be ready for the next time. But definitely, I recommend some nice ice, a little rub with some massage oil that's not getting warm or cooling one. And kind of just give the person a nice little cool closeout. Yeah. Nice yeah. I think you that's see how it was, of course. Because mm-hmm, the skin's going to be hot, mm-hmm. right? It's going mm-hmm. to be hot to the touch. So, yeah, I think cooling products are going to be really, uh, really nice. And it's another, you know, intimate bonding moment because it's like after that very intense experience, you get to kind of cool down and calm down together. So, yeah, aftercare is very important. Obviously, you can use ice. I would recommend maybe putting it in a bag or putting it Mm -hmm. in a Ziploc and then kind of doing it like that. Yeah. So, you don't, it's not like dripping all over the place. Yeah. 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 Okay. So if you have one of those, you know, they have those um, ice cubes that don't melt. Yeah. Like you put in drink that looks cool. It like little pineapples or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Or like wrap an ice pack or something. It's a, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Lulu, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? You know, what we always talk about communicate, especially when we're talking about things, spanking, flogging, <laughs> electro. <laughs> Yeah, because again, you just don't know. The person could be so into it and something can be triggered. You want to be open to them being vulnerable in that space. And, you know, just to be vulnerable because to think about spanking, yeah, we think of when we got in trouble as a child or whatever. And now we're doing it as sort of pleasure. So, you know, we just want to make sure it feels received that way. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're going for that and that's something different and, and that's okay too. But we're talking about kind of our beginners right now. I've, so. <laughs> I've been a naughty girl, Lulu. I've been a na- you have to know. Okay. Um, right. Well, we go. That part. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about for our beginners right now. For our yeah. beginners. And um, lube is not really necessary this time. Not really necessary this time. You know, aftercare, we get a little cooling um, massage with some with some little bit of um, water-based lubricant that's great on the buttocks or if you did back and, you know, kind of that area. But not necessarily needed for this time, but always needed any other time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think the, the um, statement you made about vulnerability was really enlightening because you're both parties are actually pretty vulnerable it's like yes being spanked is a vulnerable position but to get in the headspace of doing that to your partner is also kind of vulnerable so having that communication beforehand is really key to making sure that it's you're both on the same page it's going to you're go you're both going into this as like this is a pleasurable experience for both parties and and the willingness to stop and evaluate yeah like you were saying if something gets triggered or you suddenly don't feel comfortable or safe anymore it's okay to stop and reassess take a break can go back to it or you can move on to a different activity or end all activities it's all okay yeah absolutely yeah just you know check in check in check in it's so important and then you know to chat about later so how was that for you mm-hmm like, mm, how are you? How's your arm feel? So you're doing a lot of movement, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to get spanked, but to be the spanker that is a lot of physical labor that mm-hmm. goes into it. So, you know, limber up, stretch mm-hmm. yourself Especially out. If, if the receiver's like, oh, harder, you're like, wow, I didn't really stretch today to be kind of really giving it to you. Like, we're going to do a little light work, but okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
<laughs> all right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sticking around for Anal August. We hope you enjoyed our series on that. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate if you could rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's super free. And it's super free. So please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend that you think would be interested in learning more. If you have a question, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. You can also find us across social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram and Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter. Visit Tickle.life for all of your Mindful Sex Ed needs. And check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network. Goodbye, everyone. And we will see you next week. Bye. 